Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Trump's back on Twitter. What You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of Thunderstruck Radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards, I've got my buddy Sean Yurt Karan sitting across from me, and we have uh, got a big show planned for you guys today. If you want to chime in, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Hey, don't forget, they're having their tax-free gun buying weekend this weekend at Guns and Gear. So don't forget to check that out. Uh, I talked to Hunter yesterday. He wanted me to tell y'all that. He, uh, he was headed and he picked up a bunch of guns from an estate sale. Some stuff like, he said, you gun guys, he said this was like porn for y'all. So listen here. He said uh, some Colts, some M1 Grands, some Mini 14s, double barrels, and some vintage 22 rifles. <clears throat> Sounds great to me. Pew, pew. Anyway, get out the guns and gear and take advantage of the tax-free gun buying weekend. Also, if you want to call into the show this morning, 601-879-0002 is the call-in line. And I've got one more thing I want to hear for y'all. This exclusive track, dropping it here for the first time on the Clay Edwards Show. Now why you say she a boat rigger, but fatty only make my lead bigger. Now why you say is she a boat rigger? But fatty only make my lead bigger. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. 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 Fanita thought always at the beauty salon with her baby Louis Vuitton on the hunter arm. She said, talk to Waka Flock, I could really do harm. For a case, I got a lot, I could blow up your spot like a bomb. But I'm looking for the one, have you seen her? She went and put my whole team under subpoena. Diva, Friday, Felicia, abort kids, and charges on a Donald Trump, and you're the bullshit, and type Gucci Mane. Hi, that is an exclusive Donald Trump track there. It's called, I Ain't Saying She's a Vote Rigger. Dedicated to Fanny Willis. Fanny Willis, is that her name? Yeah, Fanny Willis. What a ridiculous name. Fatty Willis is more like it. Um, Sean, what's up, brother? Oh, nothing, man. Pretty good, pretty good. I really enjoyed yesterday. I know we'll get to that later, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but. Yesterday, and really today, the next few days are going to go down in Jackson Infamy. Uh, yeah. We've got our own Amber Heard trial going on right now. That's, I mean, the, that's, the, that's what's so much fun. The, okay, so I told you yesterday, just the morning... Then we're going to get to the Trump stuff. That's where we're going to start. Yeah, yeah, but, sure. But I do want to say this. 
just the morning session down there at the court at the polo trial, mm-hmm. the, the just the WWT stream had over eleven thousand comments. Oh my God, bro, that is ungodly in the world of social media for something local. Yeah, I mean, for just like a local criminal trial that's yeah, no, turned I mean, into this. Now, granted, it was people in there typing things over and over and over. I mean, but still, that's a lot of engagement. A lot. Of, I mean, well, it's so it's so salacious, right? The testimony that's coming out of there. That I think everybody, you know, the situation with Polo being who he is, and this Shadow Robinson is the is the is the witness man. That that thing just uh, that thing just blew up, and the memes that are coming out of this are just terrific. If anybody's seen those yet, yeah, we're gonna get to yeah, that we'll get here. That. Maybe in the you know we may get to it this hour, maybe the second hour. But uh, I was talking to Sean here, and I tell you, what, let's 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 play one more clip. Let's get this out of the way. Here's mm. Big Daddy. Here's Big Daddy Trump. Uh, speaking on the tarmac as he was getting ready to load Trump Force One after book being booked into Fulton County, taking his mugshot, the greatest mugshot of all time by a real president. And uh, let's play this. He's getting out of the bulletproof mobile. He's walking towards the mic. I want to build some anticipation here. Sean, are you excited? Oh, yeah, you know. He sent it to me last. I saw him. <laughs> I really believe this is a very sad day for America. This should never happen. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election. Me too. And I should have every right to do that. As you know, you have many people that you've been watching over the years do the same thing, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Stacey Abrams or many others. When you uh, have that great freedom to challenge, you have to be able to. Otherwise, you're going to have very dishonest elections. What has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong. And everybody knows it. I've never had such support. And that goes with the other ones, too. What they're doing is election interference. They're trying to interfere with an election. There's never been anything like it in our country before. This is their way of campaigning. And this is one instance, but you have three other instances. It's election interference. So I want to thank you for being here. We did nothing wrong at all. And we have every right, every single right, to challenge an election that we think is dishonest, that we think it's very dishonest. So thank you all very much, and I'll see you uh, very soon. Thank you very much. I, I, I believe Trump. It is, uh, they're being very dishonest. You know, we were talking, Sean, and I, I told you, I, we always knew that this had a potential of blowing up in the, in the Democrats' face. But I don't, even I couldn't anticipate, as a die-in-the-wool Trump supporter, just how... Big, this could blow up in their face, and it's one thing to act, get the base activated. Yeah, you know, which I, I think we've been activated. But <laughs> sure, I, yeah, I think y'all are activated, know, right? Yeah. I, I think that the the debates maybe stole a little thunder without him being there. I'm starting to change my mind on that a little bit. But when they released the mugshot, the internet melted. Yeah, and you know what's amazing? And he returned to Twitter simultaneously. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. dude, I, I tell you, you know, I, I follow a lot of black Twitter, black Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, just cause I, I get good content from it. And these people are memeing it in a positive manner for Trump. Yeah. You were sending me that TikTok last I mean, night. It was I mean, pretty, pretty, they, they've made him an outlaw and yeah. we love outlaws in America. The founding fathers were outlaws. Tupac was an outlaw. I mean, and just go on and on and on. America loves their outlaws. Do you think the, um, you know, obviously he's been indicted, what, three times before this, right? The documents case, J6 case, and then the New York case. 
that's the same process. So, I mean, he, there was no mugshot before. I guess maybe they just didn't take one. Yeah. But here, it was like they were deliberately saying, we're going to, we're going to, you know, drag him in there and fingerprint him and mugshot him and thinking that was going to be good. And apparently now this has become like this iconic image yeah. that's just, you know, driven his base. And then, of course, you know, I think I've seen on the left too that they're celebrating it too, like it's a win for them. And then the right is pushing on their side. And I don't know. I think they can, you know, I was, I think we, I talked to you about this off air too before, but, I don't understand why he was even why they even said I would have released him on his own recognizance. I don't know why they just didn't why they had to set a bond for him. I don't know if he's got bonds in the other cases he may, but I, I just feel like someone like it's not like he's going anywhere. He's not. I mean, he's not he's the most he's, recognizable he's, person. On the yeah, he's not. He's not going anywhere. He's not a flight risk. You know, I, I just just I mean, I, it, what and he's the two hundred thousand dollar bond's going to secure him. I mean, because that's what the bond's for to secure your attendance at trial. I mean, that's it's not punitive. It's supposed to be for that. And yeah. I just didn't understand that. I was like, why don't you just release him on his own recognizance? It's not, he's not going anywhere. All right, so I'm, I'm retweeting a video right now. I sent this to Sean last night. I can't individually send it to everybody. But if you'll go to the Save JXN, that's the Clay Edwards Twitter, Save JXN on Twitter, X, whatever we want to call it. Uh, I'm retweeting this video now. And I think this says a whole lot to what I'm saying, is that I think that this is blown up in their face. This is the, this is the Trump caravan going through the one of the worst parts of downtown Atlanta Line, lined up with um with black folks left and right and uh, not what I would call I'm a profile a little bit here not what I would call conservative black folks I'm talking about pants hanging uh underwear showing from the sag no shirts I mean you, you know you know what I'm saying hood rats and they are cheering Trump on as he comes through I never, I never thought in my wildest dreams I would see that. I, I think this is blowing up in their face. Now, when they get to stealing elections and doing what Democrats do, I mean, it may, none of it may matter. But public perception, it doesn't look good for the, for the, for the prosecutors on this. Well, you know, I was listening to some commentary last night, and one, uh, it was a prosecutor that was on there as a talking head, and he said that, you know, and I, I actually, I think I, we were talking about this on the show before. That jury selection was going to be the biggest problem in any of the Trump indictments, whether you know this one or the uh, Jack Smith ones or Alvin Bragg. And um, he was saying that you know the um, that the he was talking about the mugshot, and he said that the, this photo evokes such emotions on both sides, and that's the last thing you want as a prosecutor is to be somebody to be that emotional about it. You know, you want them to judge the facts, uh, judge, judge the case fairly, and you don't want you don't want that emotion into it, and that's what kind of this is that's caused. So I was really I was working out last night as all this was unfolding, mm-hmm. and I, Sean, I was just I was angry, and not not because I have a personal attachment to Trump. I was angry. I was I I, I kept going through that Samuel L. Jackson scene. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell thinking about the Trump's enemies and Fannie and just all of them because of the, the, the they're teetering with the core of a, of America right now they're they're teetering with the little bit that's holding this country together and and it really really makes me angry that which no pun intended trumped up charges nonsense and we're running an American president through this ridiculous process for political points. Yeah, I um and we were just discussing this before we got on air. I don't understand why this is 
not just in the purview of Jack Smith. I think that's what he that's what he's there for. He's a special counsel. He's that's what he's doing. He's investigating this. It, it's like the state court prosecution to me overlaps a lot of that. I mean, of course, it's a RICO prosecution, but there's so much part of that that's part of the Jack Smith thing. It's almost gratuitous, and I think that they could have. It would have been smarter to not do that, not do the Georgia. Just stick with what stick with the game plan. That's Jack Smith. Whatever he puts on, wherever that evidence goes, stick with that. But I didn't. I never got the the purpose of Fannie Willis's case when when you had Jack Smith. I just I just don't. But let me let me ask you a question. I got a text from Tim on the Guns and Gear yeah. text line, and he and he, he just he's asking you. He said, have you not realized that your party has turned into the police state? Well, I think there's, I don't know if I'm going to call it their police state. I, I, I have no problem with the Jack Smith investigation. and the, I mean, well, I do, I do have a problem with the uh, classified documents case. I don't have a problem with the J6 case. I think that he's investigating it. He indicted it. He's gonna, the evidence is going to go where it goes on that case. I do have a problem with this, though, with, with like I, just like I did with the Alvin Bragg thing, mm-hmm. with the porn star Whatever it was, the state, the state. Yeah, I mean, I so. think there's, I think there's political interest. If that's a question, but like, there's two prosecutors that want to be famous. I mean, for like, that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis when they didn't have to do this when the country's already teetering right on this whole thing because it's just this is such a political. It's this is bigger it's than a, a prosecution. It's a powder keg. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's bigger than a just a normal street crime prosecution or Polo's case like we're talking about. It's not yeah. that. This is something that's very polarizing everybody's upset about it so i think it needed to be just one thing you know one thing with the jack smith stuff i think throwing all this stuff on and just makes this political situation so much worse and so i have a problem with that so i would i would call it more overzealous prosecutors with personal interests that's what it seems like to me on the state side but well yeah but it, then you can peel back the onion some and talk about the uh, the intel agencies and stuff like them, them mm-hmm. all them going after him and everything with the Russia charges and all that nonsense. I mean, it's really yeah. it, it, we. I don't, I don't. I know how we got here. I don't know that we can ever get out of here. That's the scary part, Clay. That's the really scary part. Where does, because we talked about this many times. Where, where does this end? Right. I mean, I don't mean end like in terms of how many indictments or how many trials, but just 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 take the you know January sixth. Forget about Fannie Willis's case. Just take January sixth case with Jack Smith. If he gets convicted, half the country's going to go crazy, right? If he doesn't get convicted, half the country's going to go crazy. I mean, if he gets convicted and wins the presidency, one half's going to go nuts, and just vice versa. I mean, it's just it, it ends badly in any scenario in my mind. I don't think there's a scenario where Donald Trump gets convicted and everybody's like, oh, justice was served, and we're in the reverse either. I think that's the problem that we're running into. I, I, I'm putting a fictitious $100 bill on the, on the soundboard right now. Mm-hmm. No matter what side wins the other side's not going to accept it that that's what i think it's just I mean, not it doesn't matter which side my side their mm-hmm. side whatever it's going to be hill november a year from now i thought did you listen to what mike pence said during the debate and he they asked him. they asked him about this and he said you know of course that he didn't agree with uh, president trump's actions but he said look i if they're going to do this prosecution that's fine he's like i i think it would have been better for the country for this to play out in a political process because this is a political process and that's kind of where, you know, initially, this is before I was ever on the show and I'd have this debate with so many people, I always thought that it would be better to let this play out in an election. You know, let this play out. Who who wins, they win, and that kind of thing, instead of – because, I mean, this this just – this doesn't end. <laughs> like, this, I just, that's my view. It just doesn't end. You know, and, I, and I, I, I'm saying it right now. If the, if the Democrats lose, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris 
will send the electors back to the states. I do not think she'll. We're going to find out that Mike Pence did, in fact, stab Trump in the back, but went with presidents, you know, went, went with historical stuff. We're going to find out that, that the Democrats won't. I, I firmly believe that. Everything, every single thing they've accused Trump of along the way, they've done. Well, you know, I'm not going to speculate what's going to happen, but I, 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 see where you're, I see where you're going that in terms of yeah. this is so heated, right? Yeah. What happens at that point? Like, let me play it out this way. This way. Donald Trump gets convicted of whatever the million things he's charged with, one of them, whatever it is. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and he wins the presidency. What's, what's, the, the, do, what's the next step? Do, do the cooler heads prevail or do they not? I mean, that's, that's the question you got to ask yourself. So that's in the scenario where the Democrats are losing, right? Where he's convicted and then he wins the presidency. That is an interesting scenario for everybody. What happens? Do the Democrats do anything to try to prevent him from taking office? It's possible. I mean, I'm not saying that's out of the what we've seen over the last few years with everybody. Or do they not, try to try to blackmail him for the to to no investigations on them if we just leave you alone? I mean, I just think that like that's a that's a really touchy scenario if that were to happen. And yeah. I, I don't know what I mean. I, I don't want to. I mean, we're speculating here, obviously. I don't know what the um, what the outcome is, man. I, that scares me to be honest with you. That really, I'd rather it have been. A scenario where they're both just running against each other, and whoever wins wins. And then the other side, I mean, y'all may not accept it because you didn't accept his last one, or and my side might not accept it. I mean, so I, I can see that, but at least there wouldn't be any convictions in in that. You know what I mean? In that mix, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Y'all didn't accept the 2016 one. No, no. I mean, of course, I mean, you know, you know Hillary, I mean, Hillary, Hillary Clinton <laughs> still running around here claim, claiming that it got well, no one's from ever going to accept anything. No. Anyway, we think we're just we've agreed on that. Nobody's going to accept but the I results of it. Look at David. David Archie was on TV last uh, this morning. I saw he's like in the, counting. He's on the ballot doing ballot examinations. I mean, I think it's just going to be a national trend. No yes. election counts, and, right? and, and, and that's a big problem. All right, look, yep. let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkron, 103.9 FM, WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkron here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, guys, don't forget, I just told you there in the first segment, it's a tax-free weekend out at Guns and Gear in Gluckstadt. You can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. Come or go out there and see them in person right there at Yandale Road on 51 in Gluckstadt. Also, you're out and about this weekend, get over to Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. You got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap. You got 12 different specialty pizzas. I'm kind of craving a pig, pig, pig. I've been thinking about it for a couple of days. It's Friday. It is. It is. Uh, weekends, are, weekends are for cheating. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about diets, not relationships. Not polo. Uh, get over there and check out acme pizza and daiquiri's located right there in front of fan and mart on the rest tell them i sent you try the will of flavor you can put up to three different specialty pizzas on top of one pie they got the pastas the burgers all kind of great appetizers the dynamite balls it's uh um, cream cheese wrapped with some pulled pork around it and then deep fried and then drizzled with some uh barbecue sauce thank me later you know, just just try it. If you don't like them, I'll reimburse you. Uh, not really, but <laughs> I, I trust it enough that I, you know I would entertain it. Anyway, check out Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Open daily, four p.m. till midnight at Fan and Mart. Available on all major food delivery apps, including Take a Break deliveries. All right, Sean, let's read a couple of guns in your text yep. here. I wanted people's input, and they have given it. 
All right, uh, let's see here. Unknown texture, uh, prediction. COVID lockdowns plus mail-in ballots equal BS. Uh, you know, it just feels like the election variant is, is upon us. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if how that plays out. But the, does the, this year? Yeah. yeah. Does it, all the, the 24, yeah. Um, oh, I'm talking about like right now with the new COVID stuff. Oh, yeah. I, well, that's it. I mean, yeah. I think they're going to use this. Now, they may not actually do true lockdown, like mandated lockdowns. Yeah. I, think I think they'll do recommendations like we recommend sure you lot now for public perception like california is going to start recommending things here shortly yeah I think that's, right. and and then they'll say and out of out of, out of extreme caution we're going to allow melon ballots mm-hmm. because of covid uh, yeah. it's definitely that's the direction it's going let's see here uh bobcat says tell sean that the fulton county prosecutor campaigned on prosecuting president donald j trump and her case proceeded jack smith by two years yeah, I understand that, uh, and I know she campaigned on that, which I don't think that's a good idea either. But the um, this is a federal issue to me. I know the state yeah. elections are involved, state issues, obviously. But the um, he Jack Smith was was tasked with the, you're in charge of this for the federal government. Uh, Donald Trump was president of the United States. This needs to be handled by the feds. That is my opinion. I think that that's when it needs to happen. I don't think a state court, having been a state court assistant DA for ten years, I don't think they have the right resources to do it. The, the you know the manpower the funding it's they don't have what the feds have and that's it just seems like that's the route and I don't see the point of both of, both prosecutions I mean I understand it's two different sovereign state and feds and they can do that but it seems to me here that it would have just been it, it would have been better to streamline it that way it would have been better for the country which is I think the most important thing to all of us at least it is I mean I know to you and me yeah. talking about this but um that's the way I would have gone not to get Fannie Willis reelected or Alvin Bragg reelected or whoever. I mean, this is, that shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that way, but unfortunately it is. Yeah. Uh, Pandering to a bunch of angry, angry Democrat voters who are convinced that Trump uh, was a racist. And this is the retribution. This is uh, reparations politics. And um, it's going to, it's not going to end well for the bunch he may not end well for all of us, Clay. Yeah, well, that's that's the one. That's the concern right, I have here. Here, here, here's what I honestly got. I was these were all the things that I was thinking last night while I was working out as this was playing out in front of us. I, I'm convinced that they're doing everything they can. If you if you wanted to bring the clan back, this is how you do it. If you want to get a politician assassinated, this is how you do it. If you want to p- create another Timothy McVeigh. Another Ruby Ridge. This is how you do it. Now, do I want to see any of those things happen? No, I do not. I'm just saying that you get some disenfranchised individual out there who thinks that, and you don't think there's crazy people. I mean, it doesn't take much, right? Look how many of these shooters we see that have whatever agendas they've got that show up out of the. They they just get triggered by something they see on Twitter and shoot up someplace. Yeah, I mean, look at all these trans shooters lately, or the far right people prior to that. Mm -hmm. It's just it's like it's a rash of. Yeah, it was far right people. Now it's like trans shooters. You know, I don't know what it'll be next, but it doesn't take much to push some cuckoo over the line that thinks that they're going to save the world mm-hmm. by killing somebody. And then that opens up the opportunity to, to rule it, to roll in the next wave of, um, what was that thing they did after nine 11 Patriot act Patriot. Thank you to roll in the next Patriot act to really take away more of our freedoms. Well, we were just talking about this at the break. I mean, 
next year. Like, think about it. right now. Right now is a good old days compared. Think about next year. Yeah. Like, you know, just discussing this. Like, how what happens when there's all these different trials going on? Um, and he's running for the nomination, and uh, during that whole campaign process and these trials, I mean, it's the vitriol is going to get high. Man. Let me tell you something. I I mean this from my heart of hearts. This Christmas, this next year, guys, girls, enjoy it. Enjoy being around your families. Enjoy everything. I I believe it's going to be our last normal. What we, what we consider normal um, holiday for the foreseeable future, because once this thing pops off in twenty four with this election, bro, you ain't seen it. I, I told Sean it's gonna make it's gonna make what happened at the Capitol on January sixth. It's gonna make those BLM riots of twenty twenty. It's gonna make all that look like a cocktail party compared to what's gonna happen. And it seems like no one's ready to push off the brake. I push, hit the brakes, right? Mm. Like nobody's nobody's all seeing gas, no brakes. Yeah. I, and um, I don't know. I just uh, it's amazing to me that people are not looking at it that way. Like everybody, each side needs to just like, okay, let's have a reset here. That's not going to happen. It's just it's all gas. Yeah, let's take a call real quick. I'm not even sure who this is. Hey, you're on there. Morning, gentlemen. Happy Friday. Hey. hey, what's up, brother? Not much, man. Not much. Trying to get this hot day in the end of the week. Clay, you know I like to channel surf back and forth, watch the left wing channels and all, and listen to them. Well, last night, you know, of course, they're not going to show Donald Trump's speech. Because they're going to interpret it for the people. Well, then this morning on Bug Eye and his old lady, all they was talking about was how much this is costing American people for the Secret Service to be there. What show? And I'm just laughing. Uh, in this, the morning joke. Okay. In the morning. And I'm sitting there just laughing myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about what it's costing. What is it costing for them to do this to him? <laughs> and there's no proof and evidence there. Well, I mean, I mean the, the Secret it's, Service it's, also, you know, were, were they worried about the cost of all the Secret Service when they took Hunter Biden to his court date the other day? And all the other stuff we know over the stuff they just blow and waste on. I mean, if and they waited this long to go after him, why not? Why aren't we going after Hillary and uh, Adams and all, a couple other ones? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This this getting crazy. Like I said, people better hold on, better can up and arm up. Is this fixing right. to get? I don't know. I'm with you, Chris. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Have a blessed one. You, you too. Well. You know, I'm glad he brought up Morning Joe. It's so. I don't know. I know you said you weren't plugged in like 10, 15 years ago, and I, that used to be a good program, right? That really was. And then, you know, in 2015, Joe Scarborough and Mika have Trump on like every show. Like he would just call in, be sitting in Mar-a-Lago, like, "Oh, Donald Trump's on the line. Let's get Donald Trump on." I mean, he was on all the time calling in in 2015, especially that year. And then it turned into now Joe and Mika are like, we cannot stand him. I can't believe this. I'm like, you guys gave him all the free press in the world, and now you're complaining? Like, you guys, like, enable, they loved it. I mean, there'd be people, guests on the show, and they're like, oh, well, we got to bump this guy because Donald just called in. He's going to say something crazy they want to hear. Yeah. And they'd have him on the show. And it literally was happening like every day. And then now I just find them kind of be disingenuous because they're like, oh, now we hate him. I'm like, you enabled it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's take a break real, real quick. Come back. Uh, we'll, we'll clean up some text messages on the Guns of Gear text line. And we're going to shift gears from Trump to some local stuff that I want to talk about. Also, not just polo. We got some other things, too. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Dirkron. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at 
Lakeland Glass and Tint. Give them a call today for all your automotive, home car, and business window tinting needs. Right there on Lakeland Drive and Flowood Drive. You need a windshield? Go to the Lakeland Drive location. You need your window tinted? You go to the Flowood Drive location. You need your vehicle wrapped? Flowood Drive. But look, it all starts online at LakelandGlassandTint.com. They're the Expel Dealer of the Year. Expel is hands down the best window tint in the game. And Lakeland Glass and Tint is the number one installer slash dealer in the country. All of the United States, our boys right here in Jackson, Mississippi, or Flowood, Mississippi, are the best at what they do. Uh, Ran by good folks. I get to spend a good bit of time with them. Jason and the team over there, shout out to everybody. Thank you all for what you do. And yeah, Get over there. Book your appointment online at lakelandglassintent.com or give them a call today. 601-946-1000, where quality matters. Lakeland Glass and Tent. And of course, they're also doing vehicle wraps and ceramic coatings on your paint as well. So they don't halfway do anything over there. If they're doing it, they're doing it right. And they are hiring right now, too. If you have a young man, or you know, I guess a girl can do it, too. They are hiring uh, somebody to help detail cars on the ceramic coating side of things. And uh, you start kind of start at the entry-level position. You work your way up over there with Jason. He is very, very loyal and will take care of folks. So keep that in mind. All right, Sean, let's shift gears here, man. Let's go to something else local that uh, fell on my desk last night. You know, I'm very passionate about the Kratom stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, here they are at WLBT. They're bringing it up again about banning Kratom. Here's a story real quick. Oh, my goodness. This thing's eight minutes long. We'll play a minute of it. If you've been in a gas station or convenience store in Mississippi in recent years, you may have noticed an item on the shelf called Kratom. It's become a billion-dollar business with advocates saying it is a helpful natural herb used to manage pain and anxiety. But it has also become controversial due to concerns over safety and harmful effects. It's become controversial because it works and Big Pharma can't get their hands on it. Gotcha. Our Patrice Clark has been investigating this. Patrice? Kratom is pretty easy to get in most parts of Mississippi. You do not need a prescription, and it is usually found at a nearby gas station. Now, right now, it is being marketed as a herbal substance that helps with chronic pain and even opioid addictions. But some argue that it's dangerous, and it can possibly leave you sick and broke. Alright, it's too long. Mm-hmm. I, I can pick it up from here. Um, yeah. I'm to to say I'm exhausted with people saying we should regulate stuff or prohibit st- prohibition. When does prohibition work, Sean? When has it worked? Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't I mean, think it's that. ever worked. I mean, let's put, if you want to go back to the 1920s, obviously that didn't work. It's just the rise mm-hmm. of the you know those those gangs during that time and the mafia and bootlegging and all that stuff. Of course, they repealed it, I think, in 1933. Um, yeah. I think that was right. And they, um, mm-hmm. and, and then the war on drugs, the, the war, quotes, yeah. on drugs, whatever that mess has been for the last 50 years, gets start, you know, started by the Nixon administration for the most part. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it, I think you can't, I always used to say this, you can't stop what people want, things yeah. people yeah, want. Look at the opioid war mm-hmm. of the last few years. That, the, the, the black, what I'm trying to say, the pro, the prohibit, prohibiting of opioids and tightening that up. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying they didn't need to, yeah. but it just shows you that the black market and prohibition doesn't work because now mm-hmm. we have the rise of fentanyl, which is the deadliest yep. drug to ever hit these uh, the U.S. shores because of the war on 
drugs. Yep. I mean, it's just the black market. The black market going to do what the black market going to do. Let's take a call yep. real quick. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, good morning. Oh, about that cradle mess. Uh, you know, I don't think prohibition is going to help anything, but it does need to be put out there that, the, you know, there's there are some concerns with it. I know a lot of people in 12-step programs has had a lot of issues with uh, kratom dependency, but it's no different than alcohol. You you take kratom off the shelf, and a lot of these people that are dependent on kratom are going to go right back to the tough stuff, you know, heroin, fentanyl, pain pills. Uh, but it's as far as using it to get off of it, it's kind of like a means to an end, uh, similar to suboxone. Yeah, I mean, look, they still have a lot of withdrawal issues trying to come off of it, but prohibition isn't going to help any of it. No, uh, agreed, brother. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to his point. It, it, you're never going to legislate morality, right? Yeah, I just can't. You're not going to legislate people off of drugs. You're not going to legislate people to quit drinking. You're not going to legislate people to quit doing kratom. Mm-hmm. They'll just find the next thing. Yep. That's it. What's it? Remember uh, Jurassic Park? Did you ever watch that movie? That, uh-huh. that, it says life finds a way. Like yeah. vices will find a way. Like <laughs> you will, you will, you will get your vice somehow. I mean, I mean it's just it, it, if the most we're worried about is people. Uh, it, it may make you sick. It. It may make you go broke because you can't don't have any self control. We can't legislate self control. I mean, look at this epic battle, Clay, that we just had with marijuana, and I don't mean just over the last couple of years here. I'm yeah. Talking about for decades, sure. I mean, we've been dealing with marijuana, like and that, and and I mean, it seemed like to me that marijuana wasn't even even ever illegal because you could just get it so easily. Yeah, it just it, it just, but that's how insane this is. Like, why why do we? I don't know why we do things like this. One day, I just. You know, I guess that's a libertarian in me sometimes, too. I'm just like, why don't we just have no drug laws? You know, even though I know that's bad. I'm not saying we shouldn't no, go I, against crack or cocaine and those kinds of – I know we need to have laws against that. But it just – it's frustrating for sure. Well, it makes you say, you know what, legalize it all and have survival of the sickest. Yeah, right. You know? And, of course, I don't really believe that either. But there are, I have those days, too, where I'm like, you know, what if, you know, with, with the market adjust – yeah, I mean, you know, what if they just legalize cocaine and heroin? Yeah. And it's like, take it if you want, you know? Knock <laughs> yourself mean, out. Do we really think there's so many Americans just teetering on the fence post between buying an eight ball or not? Yeah, I mean, I'm not just sitting at the house on Saturday and be like, I'm going to go get some, I need to, you know, get some cocaine. If it was legal. If it were only legal. Yeah, if we're only legal, I'm going to get it, you know, that's it. I mean, now there were a lot of Americans that want, once marijuana was legal, everybody's like, heck yes, <laughs> you yeah. know, but, but I don't think they have the same things about cocaine and heroin. Now we're going to have a lot of people that, We'll go get heroin and cocaine sure. and all that kind of stuff. And but they were going to do it bless anyway. Them. Yeah, they're going to do it anyway. So, I mean, I just, I'm with you, man. I just think all that legislating vices is so silly. It's like every, with this Kratom thing over the last few years, just every time some Karen's kid finds out that they're doing Kratom, mm-hmm. they flip out and they call their state representative. And next thing you know, me and Lee Yancey are fighting again because he's over the drug board stuff down there. And uh, it's just like, can we stop this already? I mean, I've, I've, I've been the in my opinion, I've been the face and voice of Kratom for the last two years every time they try to legislate it. And I had to get up here, I had to throw a fit and raise hell. Mm-hmm. And they thing you know, they, they table it to the next session. Well, like, you told me something about already. that before, like that you had, uh, that, you know, that a lot of times they're turning people that are opiate addicts or now they're blaming their relapse on Kratom. Absolutely. And that's the problem. My, yeah. my, in my heart of hearts, I think you have a lot of opioid addicts 
who 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 it's they're embarrassed, there's mm-hmm. shame involved yeah. that they've relapsed on opioids. So they'll tell on their friends and family members, I was doing kratom, yeah. and it just went to the next level. Bro, I've been doing kratom every day for the last three or four years, mm-hmm. on and off anyway. You, I, I can't imagine what you're doing to abuse Kratom. It, it is. It, it's, it's the equivalent of drinking tea or coffee mm-hmm. every day. I mean, it really, it's like ginseng tea type stuff. Uh, what are you doing, bro? You're, you did not overdose on Kratom. You're not in rehab. So it just relaxes you? That's because much of what it Kratom. Uh, it, it mentally relaxes me a little bit. Physically, mm-hmm. it do not do anything. Just like mentally, it takes, that, takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. I can focus a little bit better. Better than just sitting there drinking, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I'm just, I, I fail to believe that the Kratom is the issue here. It is people have relapsed on whatever drug it is, opioid, heroin, uh, pain pills, whatever, and they want people to think that they were trying to do the right thing and somehow just accidentally got hooked on this Kratom stuff. Well, even if you did get hooked on the Kratom stuff, bro, you buy it by the one-pound bags. And it's like a, a one-pound bag of this stuff that w- w- should be a, a couple months supply ain't thirty dollars. Okay, I mean I just don't understand. Let's go overdose all you want, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, you I know. mean, like, how if is they it, do? I guess people do overdose on it, do they? Yeah, I, don't know. I guess. I mean, how is it breaking you? And how is it? How, how is it having a physical negative reaction? I, I just I think they're lying. I mean, and I and I say this with with a lot of personal experience in this particular mm-hmm. matter. I I think they're full of crap, and mm-hmm. I, and I think. These like these kids get busted doing it, and their parents find out. Oh, it wasn't you know it was opioids nine times out of ten. That's right. Yeah. Let's take a break real quick. Sure. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in here to this last segment of the first hour of the Clay Edwards Show. We got about a minute left, so we'll just kind of shoot the breeze with you for a second, and we'll have a whole another hour to go. We're going to get into the. Polo stuff. I guess we could read a text or two here real quick. Um, pull it up. Uh, again, get over there to Guns and Gear. It is a tax-free weekend. Unknown texter says, At the light at Lakeland Drive and Ridgewood, Ridgewood Road yesterday, the people taking donations at the intersection were all wearing masks outside in 102-degree weather. Oh, man, oh, man. Stupid people. Scott says, If Trump is convicted... They will never be able to house him in prison. They will have to place him on house arrest if he's convicted. Uh, Reagan can. Couldn't agree with you more, Clay. The persecution of Trump is validating every paranoia. The the barely hinged will need to become unhinged. We are on the verge of a new civil war. There will be fought in alleys and on street corners instead of uh, on fields. The days ahead of America are very dark. And that's yeah. my fear. Like I said, I mean, that's my you, fear too. Right? You have people that are sitting on the mm-hmm. teetering on the edge of insanity. Yeah, that already think, that yeah. think they can save the world by going and killing one of these politicians or doing something crazy or blowing up a building or a plane or I mean, that dude whatever. shot up the baseball game a few years ago. Five. Yeah. I mean, you know, just anybody like that. We'll be right back. Unfiltered, no sugar added, talk radio. Such little sugar we're in ketosis here on the Clay Edwards Show this morning. <laughs> Welcome back. It's hour two of the most toxic show on the radio. Somebody text Sean and said, "Are y'all do, are y'all broadcasting from a fallout shelter?" He said, "All the doom and gloom." Hey, bro. Sometimes you got sometimes you got those days. I think we're we're gonna shift gears here in just a second. Just a second. I hope the kids are out of the car. Yeah. Uh, as we is... get into the polo trial, that's why I did it in the second hour. Give you guys time to get your kids dropped off. 
and all that because um, there's going to be some uh, s- sexually suggestive conversation just discussing the trial itself. So try not to do that when kids are in the car. But before we get into that, real quick, hey man, I hope you've got your Stonington Farms order orders in. I got mine. Going to be picking it up today. Always excited for Stonington Farm Fridays. You need to check them out. It's too late to get to or- get your order in this month, but keep it top of mind. They will be here again next month, and you can always just order online and go down there and pick it up yourself at uh, in Perkinston, Mississippi. If you're going down to the coast for a weekend, stop at Stonington Farm and uh, pick up an order of a uh, grass-fed beef on the way back through. Uh, StoningtonFarm.com. Here a little bit later in the show, we'll let you know what's going on at Martin's this weekend also. All right, Sean. Dum dum dum. Yep. Dum dum dum. Let's uh, let me queue up. Yeah. The the, the CJ <laughs> the CJ Lamaster stuff. Like, I think it can, it it it'll it'll play better on radio. I should have already had this ready, honestly, but it'll play better instead of us having to read it. Okay. So give that a second to queue up. So what we're going to be talking about here now is the Polo trial, day four, I believe, of it. Shadow Robinson was back on the stand. Yesterday was she ever? I mean, man, this thing has taken a. I don't. I don't care if you're into it or not. This is. I am, and it's called the Clay Edwards Show. <laughs> so we're going to the whole city's it. got into it because the memes are floating around everywhere. I know I made some yesterday, but I saw them. People were sending me other ones that people were making. You know, the Judge Peterson with yeah. her head in her hands kind of meme. Oh yeah, I saw. There was some funny. What was that one you said? If you. When you laughed at the fate at the uh, Amber Heard trial, <laughs> yeah. and now you now you've got your own. Now you got your own. Yeah. All right, this is uh, on WLBT. This is CJ Lamaster's reporting. It's about two minutes long. The state has against William Polo Edwards as his murder trial continues this week, and it directly attacks the defense's claim that Edwards was home in Jackson when the clinton killing took place investigative reporter cj lamaster joins us to break it all down cj well courtney ann william polo edwards a popular social media and radio personality went live on facebook often he kept at least one phone around tonight those phones could be the deciding factor in his murder case the popular social media personality charged with killing 45-year-old Robert Davis and Clinton. Now, the defense has maintained from the beginning that Edwards never left his downtown Jackson loft. But in testimony today, an expert witness told the jury that phones associated with him tell a different story. Those phone movements stayed in Jackson until just after 5 p.m. the day of the shooting. At 5.03, one phone was in the general vicinity of Interstate 20 between Jackson and Clinton. At 5.05, two phones less than a mile from the crime scene were picked up from a a tower there. I should say less than a mile. At 5.09, another tower picked up one of his phones four streets over from the Hannah Drive home. Davis was killed approximately four minutes later, according to 911 transcripts. And here's uh, more from the trial today. Would it be possible to uh, be in Clinton, Mississippi, and be connecting to this cell tower in Jackson? I I don't, the probability is, is practically zero. Now, the defense went after John Chalk, asking him how reliable that cell phone information was from the provider and whether he knew how to triangulate that GPS information himself rather than using a software program. 
The state has called nine of its 36 possible witnesses thus far, meaning this trial will likely go into next week. You can see our complete coverage on our Facebook page and online as we live stream it each. All right, so let's let's see. I want to unpack something before we get into the uh, the ridiculous. Yeah, okay. The, 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 the cell phone stuff. Oh, you know what? We're getting into Python in a minute, though, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah the the the, uh, the cell phone stuff. Sure. I, the, I believe that the defense. Well, I guess it was the defense. I, I, I'm so confused. At some point, I don't know who's trying to make the argument, but I, I believe the the state's witness mm-hmm. was the guy Chalk was yeah. the Chalk fellow, the investigator, the yeah. investigator, yeah, mm-hmm. who's a, the specialist the, the, on the cell phone data, pinging, and correct, yeah. all this uh, tracing. And I guess it was the defense. Of course, it wasn't Tim. It was a, another guy. Yeah, it was a guy with him. I don't know the okay. gentleman's name. That I'm was the sure. kind of confusing part. I didn't realize there was a team there, but neither here nor there. Um. He really overly confused it. Oh God! Try, he, trying he was to bad. trying to discredit it. Yeah, it was very bad. And I think I think we all know that they can do this. This technique, this technology is available and, and it works. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I just I thought it was I thought it hurt their defense more the way he questioned the witness. Yeah, I, I mean it, I just, just, it was I, not it was not very good at all. Kept trying to ask him about the programming side of it. He was like, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a code writer. I'm not a programmer. And f- yeah. finally, Faye had to step in and said, you. You know what he does and doesn't yeah, do. Yeah, she did. She she's had quite a day. Yeah, God bless Judge Peterson. You know, I I think that he didn't do himself do himself any favors. If it was no. aggra- it had to aggravate the jury as much as it was everybody watching online. I would think. Yeah, that's an impression I got, and I watched that entire testimony, and I was just like, you know, I didn't know what point he was trying to make, and he said, "But this is just a guess," and he's like, "Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a what ninety nine percent." He's like, "What formula do you use yeah. to come up with this?" Like, you know, it's, he's like, "I don't do the formula. I use the app, mm-hmm. and the app does the work for you. That's the point in having the app." And then I did think he he got him good, Chalk did, and he said, "Yes, he did go verify that those towers were at these places mm-hmm. individually." I mean, he actually yeah. he he did his work. He did a good job. And then then the defense lawyer was asking about whether he had read this publication or this article or whatever. I mean, it just just it it, it was not very coherent. And I think that the investigator laid out the timeline. You know, at the end of the day. Polo is pinging off that tower in Clinton, four streets over from um, Shadow's house, four minutes before the murder. And he's saying he wasn't even there. Okay, well, you know, you, somehow your cell phone was there. It, it was there. Well, in the same breath, they're trying to they, they're trying to suggest that maybe she set it up to 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 have the two men get into a battle. Mm-hmm. Well. If he wasn't there, where do you get that defense from? Yeah, I mean, if he just wasn't there, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either. And uh, I know they were trying to infer they got in. So she had been, like you had said, she had been convicted of a manslaughter charge back, I think, around two thousand one. And you know, I think we were the first radio program to to bring that up. Really, that she had, done, yeah. And the state had filed a motion to keep it out, which of course I would have done the same thing, try to keep it out. But the um, you can get uh, with a with a non party witness, you can get um, that in. In, in certain, certain, it's called Rule Six Hundred Nine to to impeach them, and that's what Tom was able to do. That, which I understand why the judge let it in, looking at it, and um, but still, I don't know that that worked into saying like I guess he was trying to infer like you killed your boyfriend before, so maybe you killed this guy, or maybe you set Polo up to do it. It was it was kind of confusing the way that kind of came. That questioning didn't line up. I thought in terms of like I don't know what what I'm trying to say is I don't know what the defense is now. Is it either Polo wasn't there, Shadow Robinson was the killer. Or Shadow Robinson set 
Polo and yeah, she, uh, Davis cr- up. Or criminal something. mastermind. Yeah, I mean, because she's kind of like the Black Widow. I mean, like, here's yeah. two guys that are dead because of her, like her boyfriend that, that she killed. And then now Mr. Davis is dead because of her affair with Polo because she liked, you know, having sex with Polo, like she said on the stand. Yeah. Said he had a python she did python or whatever it was it was it was good we're, we're having to we're having to clean this up a little bit for radio here i don't That's, think python was the was the <laughs> was the word she used back up world with a monster <laughs> well i think because uh, tom forner was reading some of her texts and it was uh something to the effect of you texted polo i like what you did to me and she said yeah i got some good you know i don't know what she she the she word, had, but, yeah she had her, her you know her own good se- sexual organ yeah she did she said i know I, any man would want to be with me you know because i mean maybe she's right i mean two guys are you know i hate to be so crass about it but two guys are dead because of this because of this woman so i mean maybe it's maybe maybe it's gold and you know guys we're so <laughs> we're, we're, we're so stupid there there's guys out there right now thinking I, i'm gonna be the one that she ain't gonna she ain't gonna whoop me <laughs> And if it's that good, I can where's my where's my spot in line? I mean, that's a track record, you know. Like you you said yesterday, like there's a body count. Like she's got two bodies that are uh, dead because of you know the WAP, right? So yeah, all right, let's take a call from Derek real quick. All right, Derek. Hey man, what's going on? I, I have to disagree with y'all. Shadow Robinson is not an ideal woman. Yeah, for for thugs and simps. Well, no, I we didn't, we didn't say that. She ideal. said that. Yeah. I didn't. I don't say that. That's what she yeah, said about yeah, herself. Yeah. She said that about her herself, but look at the type of men you 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 played. By your own account, these are men that you had to build up, and you had to basically um, you got instamails. Basically, you had to pour water, add water, and let and let sit. Right? These are her words, not mine. Like a chia so, pet. Yeah, no, no self-respecting man. You know, would want to be with you, but it seems like yeah, thugs and simps. You know. But for her to make that brazen statement, I thought it was just kind of hilarious. Yeah, it, it it was a bit comical. She she does not lack self confidence. No, she's she's a confident woman. I mean, I no no she she's a archi basically she's an archetypal allegedly wanna be strong so called black woman. But in reality, there's nothing real and strong about you. You know. You, Something sounds little, strong. I mean, that's the way I'm kind of picking it up. Something sounds yeah. strong. I, I mean, such a brazen statement. No, you know, nothing, in my opinion, nothing about it says attractive. Well, you know, some I saw on Ross Adams' Twitter feed where where the defense attorney asked her if maybe or suggested that maybe she killed Davis because he gave her an STD. That was another thing. Yeah, that's not right because she might have got yeah, an STD. I, I, now, I don't I, I, know that she has one or that he gave her one. I, I missed the, the judge stopped that. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, the judge had stopped yeah, that. I don't know what one. led to that. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's some confirmation that somebody had an STD, but that definitely got mentioned in court. And her testimony is that she wasn't sleeping with Davis, which I don't believe, but, you know, I mean, that's that's what she says. I mean, he's well, coming over there. To, he's falling around, coming over or cook stuff and i mean i just i just i'm just gonna doubt that one I, you know i would hope he i mean let's just be honest here i would hope he got it he, me too right he, i mean he paid the ultimate price for it I, I hope i hope he cashed in a cashed in his rain check before he before he passed and let me ask you a question clay if you're but, you know if, I, oh, I'm sorry. go oh, ahead Derek. i'm sorry guys no i was gonna say if you were on the stand i mean if you're on trial for murder right isn't the way you want to go out kind of a woman saying, I used you for sex. I mean, that's kind of the way you want to go out, right? So you got to give Polo some props there. Because well, he's on trial for murder. It's the end of the road, dude. I would have liked to have seen the, the look on his face. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. least he got some ego. Like, okay, I got, all right, convict me now. Everybody convict me. I'm good. I'm good. Well, well, <laughs> well y'all, you know, Kim went into that on his show. He called it mochismo. He said this whole thing was about mochismo. 
He's right. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he, he's very right. You know, but I would have to concur with, 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 with you, sir. I don't see where the defense is going with all this. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, whether you even have one or you're just reaching for straws at this point. Yeah, I mean, Tom's yeah. a really good lawyer, and he's going to, you know, he's got a bad case. I mean, think about Derek. Like, he's got a guy who's, you know, obviously has a relationship with this woman. He's, is, his cell phone is putting him at the murder, pretty much. He's uh, then he runs to New Orleans. He's trying to get on a cruise ship. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a rough, it's a rough time for old Polo. Yeah, I mean, unfortunate, but you know, again, I, I got irritated just listening to Shadow Robinson talk, and that's like, and y'all like to praise this woman for being a professional or uh, what real estate or whatever. I, I don't see it. I wouldn't buy a five cent glass of lemonade from her, let alone a house. I mean, really? This is who you you tout as being professional? Give me a kind picking break. Let the truth be told. She used programs that I'm vehemently against to get to where she is. Those reentry programs and things like that. You you she was never any type of stellar human being. You 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 use the government system when you got out of prison to get to where you are. Uh, I mean, and wow, that's a lot to brag on. You're no, you're nothing more but a high price welfare recipient when you think about it. All right, Derek. Appreciate Thanks. you, brother. Uh-huh. Yeah, people are passionate about this stuff, man. I mean, because yeah. you see what happened here. I mean, she played these dudes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, totally. And you got one dude dead. I, man, I keep going back to this. I, I sure hope that he he didn't die without having got that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. That's not fair. That's not even fair. No, I mean, I she, mean and you get killed by polo. Like, that sucks, too. I mean, think about it. Like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, now the trial is like this citywide celebrity joke trial, kind of like the Amber Heard case. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's become that. And uh, and it's not over yet. I don't know when. The, I don't think they're going to end it today. It doesn't seem like. It seems like got much more witnesses. So, mm. I mean, it's going to keep on going. God knows. <laughs> God knows what else is coming out. All right. Callers. I got two callers on hold. Y'all stay there. We'll be right back. We're going to go to the phones. 601-879-0002. This is the Clay Edwards Show with guest Sean Yurkaran. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys. Get out to Martin's. Tonight, today, grab a plate lunch. You know, it's Friday. You know you know how they do it on Friday, the plate lunch. It is fried chicken. Surprise, surprise. I was thinking it was fried catfish. Today's special fried chicken. You get a meat in two sides. Actually, you can get up to a meat in three sides. They have uh, different price tiers there. So I know Martin's fried chicken is great. Try that. If you're looking for some live entertainment. Hey, also tonight is ribeye steak night. Yep. You know, my buddy Justin and them that own A1 Gear and Auto, they'll be down there. They go every Friday for steak night. That sounds really good, too. Yeah, it does. Uh, tonight, I believe the live entertainment is the Tailsman. Yep, that is it. The Tailsman is their revival tour. And we got, what, one week into college football? Obviously, my, I can't wait to start hanging out at Martin's on Saturdays and watch football. That's going to be that's gonna be pretty fun. I think it's a week away, right? Yep. Yep. A yep. so. week away. Yeah, it usually kicks off Labor Day weekend. Yeah, right. That's yeah. I think or like this Thursday is going to be the first game. I is think it already the Thursday game? Yeah, Man, it's I just have been plugged in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I'm gonna get there. I promise. So look, check out Martin's Downtown JXN.com, and of course they're available on all major food delivery apps. That's Martin Downtown. Don't forget, hey, every Saturday and Sunday, 3 p.m. to close. I think 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Something like that. Mm-hmm. It's three dollar Bloody Marys and mimosas. Sean will be there. <laughs> 
at the bar. You know it. They make the best Bloody Marys in town. I know, but like it really is good. About to it's check it really out. good. I like a good Bloody Mary on a Sunday. I can only. You know, I've gotten to the age though where I used to be able to drink just a bunch of them. Now, I, now I'm just one is, and then and then the heartburn sets in. You know? that same. That's where I'm same at thing. Now. I used to could drink them. Yeah, but now it's like I just I drink one as a little hair of the dog. Yeah, that and that, gets you that, right. The indigestion gets gets to go on all the black pepper and switch to beer at that point. That's mm-hmm. what I do. That's my that's my little game plan on Sundays. Yeah, they've got all the fertile ground beers and stuff available there too. So check it out, Martin's downtown. You know where it's at, right there on Commerce Street at Pearl Street. All right, Sean. Uh, we had a couple calls. Y'all both hung up. Call back six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. I want to hear what y'all got to say about. Shadow Robinson and Polo. Let me ask you a question. You know Polo because y'all work together a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, um, and so Shadow says something about the Python. Like, was he just swinging that around the studio, like knocking the mics over, or how did that know. work? I, <laughs> I mean, don't know. I mean, you were around him more. Like, I've never met him before. I just didn't know this was just so evident. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I mean, I, there's a picture of us with his hand on it. Yeah, that's know, what you posted. Some reason. Yeah, he's got his hand on it. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a, I, I, people always notice that on that picture, and I, 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 I never paid attention to it. Maybe willful ignorance, but um, yeah, I don't know. A strange guy. I mean, he's a really weird guy. Well, I mean, it's been confirmed. Like I said, at least he goes down with the whole city knowing that you know he's he's good in the sack. I guess that's a, it's something to, I, something to be happy about. I, it could always be worse, right? You could always, I mean, she could have said it was terrible. You know, I was trying to get away from him because he just was horrible. But at least he got that. Now, what if? I mean, what if he gets found not guilty? So he can walk around. I mean, he's gonna have a new radio well, show. Well, he's still gonna have to deal with the felon with a firearm. Yeah, I think he'll. De- he's definitely gonna get convicted of that. I yeah. mean, he's he's one hundred percent guilty of that. He's not supposed to have the felon. And I saw that he had two in, uh, previous felonies. I think one was like a possession of cocaine, and the other was like a false pretense. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's from the nineties. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he, I would assume they'll convict him of that. And, um, and I guess they're going to, I, I'm thinking the defense is going to ask for a manslaughter instruction at some point. Cause that seems to be, to be standard operating procedure these days. And so I'm sure they'll do that. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but he, you know, he could walk, I mean, but he's not going to walk. I would not think like you're saying, he's not going to walk on the, uh, no. convicted felon firearm. I mean, at minimum, he's gone five to 10. Let's take a call. Yeah. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, Sean is ready. Teddy. Hey man. Um, hey, uh, you know, there's really only one legitimate reason to have more than one cell phone, and that's if you have a company or slash business phone and a personal phone. But any other reason that is usually not on the up and up. And I'm talking about whether it's, you know, drugs or multiple women or whatever. There's, that's normally – it's just a real bad look unless one's a company phone. You know, even when I used to have a carrier company phone, I used to not want two of them to be visible at the same time just because – the perception of it isn't good. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and also he did not just have different phones, physical phones with different numbers. He had like the Text Now app on them with multiple Text Now numbers. So let's just say he had three phones. He could be ginning six phone numbers from those three phones. Now that don't even count. Like I, I haven't heard him mention like a Google uh, a Google Voice number. That's what I, that's what I use for the Guns and Gear text lines. A Google Voice number. But it works just like a phone number. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, also, we don't know how many women he was slinging around town that are just kind of sitting on their couch right now watching this trial. Be like, I hope my name does not get mentioned. Like, there's just women sitting around town just saying, like, Well, it, obviously, as whooped as he was, he was probably hyper focused. You think he's, yeah, yeah, Shadow Hat. That's right. Again, she's got it. She said she's got it. We all know. So, the, Two the, guys the, are dead. The other thing, I don't know if, you, I, I don't, you know, of course, unfortunately, I can't listen to the whole show all the time, but um, there's a 100% chance if he boards that ship. He gets off on one of those ports and doesn't make it back to the ship. There's a hundred percent chance of that. Wait, say that again. You cut yeah, out. Kind of, 
had he gotten on that cruise ship, when he got off at one of those ports on that cruise, he most likely was not going to make it back to the ship. Oh, he wasn't oh, coming back. No. Oh, yeah, he was going to become a native of wherever he was at. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be in Cozumel, you know, sitting in senior frogs drinking all for, night for, a... <laughs> for, for, for as long as he could afford to. Um, anyway, Clay, you told me I could. I will have peanuts. I'll be out running around Sunday. If anybody wants to get in touch with me, they can. You can put them in touch with me. Thank you, man. All right, sure will, brother. I'm gonna plug that now for you. Thank you. Thanks, Teddy. Hey, if y'all love good boiled peanuts, I, I, I told Teddy to call in and do this. Teddy boils the best peanuts. If you have followed me on social media over the years, I'll post pictures every now and then of some really good boiled peanuts. That t- and they're always from Teddy. He'll deliver them to you. He's going to be boiling Saturday night. He works on Saturdays now in the car business. But uh, he's going to be boiling Saturday night, and he'll be delivering Cajun and, and salted Sunday. Get in touch with me. Text me on the Guns and Gear text line. I'm not going to give Teddy's phone number out over the radio. But if you'll text me, I'll send you his contact information. You will you will not regret it, and uh, I'm trying. To, I'm angling for a free bag here. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> that Cajun is fire, yeah. He took he cooks crawfish, so he boils the peanuts like you would crawfish. Anyway, phenomenal. Get in touch with me. I'll give you Teddy's number. The Guns and Gear text line is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Ready, Teddy got the best peanuts in the game. Sean, you like boiled peanuts? Oh, of course, man. Who doesn't? Absolutely. You know, they're great. All right. Phone line, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. I already getting some texts. I'll shoot y'all that number. But, hey, let's read a few yeah. non-peanut-related texts. Unknown texture. Faye Peterson lost all control of her courtroom when she continued to allow disrespectful language to continue in her courtroom. No respect for her whatsoever now. I guess we're referring to the to the the the, out, the outburst that they were angling for a mistrial on. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because Shadow got a little crazy there at the end of the and the not yesterday but the day before. Yeah, yeah, she got a little a little emotional. Um, but do you do you being in the courtroom as much time as you spent there yourself? Yeah. Let me ask this from as if I'm this person here. Sure. Do you have to kind of take the emotion of all that into account and, and the culture and the the people you're dealing with and the whole nine yards. I think it's, you know, you just don't know any case, any witness. Like, if someone they loved or relationship with dies or gets killed, right? I mean, it, it you know, you don't know. Some people, some people deadpan it and just they're fine. Some people just break down and lose it. it you just, you never know. It's crapshoot. Like, how they're going to, plus you got to think, Clay, once you, you know, you interview these people, obviously, before a trial and you talk to them about it. And sometimes they're emotional about it. Sometimes they're not emotional about it. But once you get on that stand in that courtroom, with that jury sitting there, it's a it's kind of a surreal experience if you're not used to it. Sure, you're, you're sitting there, and it's like you know I've seen this on TV. Yeah, we used to joke about that when I worked up there. It's like something we live every day, but people only see that on TV, mm-hmm. so they don't know what it's like. And um, and so they get on the stand, and they kind of sometimes they'll freak out a little bit because it's kind of scary. You're sitting on the stand, you're getting asked all these personal questions about your life, and I mean your text messages are coming out talking about you got a WAP, you got all this stuff with her. You know, she's like she's doing all this. And um, and then you know I, I could, so I could it lead it, there's many times it leads to that it, it happens all the time so it's, it's a common thing it, you know so I, I've been in a I sat through a rape trial portions of a rape trial of a young girl like a couple of weeks ago and her family was there I mean, there was no, no outburst but I, I could have definitely understood I wanted to outburst mm-hmm. so I can definitely understand where that comes from and then last week the DeMontario, the FedEx driver yeah his mom had a big outburst mm-hmm. when it was brutal mistrial. 
I don't like it. I mean, I think have some have some decorum, but I understand it. Yeah, you know, and everybody handles and processes emotions differently. Um, but, oh, I, but I think yeah, did, did she lose a little control? Maybe, but I think she's done a pretty good job. But now yeah. that's just my that's just for me watching this thing online and not being in the courtroom, not having my <laughs> finger on it. I think it'll come down to it'll come down to how the verdict comes across. And, and you know, yeah, I mean, it's not just um, witnesses that take the stand that. Um, that have outbursts. A lot of times, it's families, like you said, like families yeah. in the audience. I mean, I can't tell you how many times the defendant's family has cussed me leaving the courtroom. It's just kind of part of cost of doing business with yeah. your prosecutor. I mean, so that yeah, I mean, it just that's just it's an emotional place. I mean, think about it. It's a, oh sure. I always used to somebody's joke, freedom and stuff is that is yeah that risk here. It's a really you know in Hines County there's the um, circuit courthouse where this trial is going on, and right across the street on president is the um, chancery court, family court, essentially. And uh, I used to, back when I used to smoke, like over 10 years ago, I don't anymore. I used to sit out there and smoke and like watch all the people going in chancery court. And uh, I would always say, I'm like, well, I think we're safer with the murderers because the real drama goes on over in family court. That's where the real oh. anger, like you see people like throwing oh, chairs yeah. out of the building over there. I mean, that's where like, you're like, you know, if somebody kills somebody, they're like, ah, okay, he killed somebody. But the divorces, the child custodies, that's that's some stuff, man. I feel for those lawyers that have to deal with that. Uh, Brad texted in on the Guns of Gear text line, and uh, he's going on to saying it now. He said, if Polo gets off, he and Shadow will be back in the sack within a month. I think he's probably right. Uh, they, I think. Me too. You, you know. Uh, look, I've I've seen I've seen that good good drive people back crap crazy. So. Oh yeah. I mean, she apparently, like I said, they apparently they were knocking it out pretty good, and you know, it just um, that's what caused the. I mean, it, obviously, it was really good. He killed a dude over it. I mean, let's just be honest. Like that's how that's how addicted to it he was, and so maybe she's not wrong. Maybe she uh, she's got the good stuff. I mean, like she says. Let's take a break. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in. Hey, guys, come see me this weekend out at Ellis Autoplex right there on Highway 471 in Brandon. I'll be there till 6 today. I'll be there till at least 3 o'clock tomorrow. Looking forward to seeing you guys coming out and uh, buy a car from your boy or sell me your car. Let me spend some money with you. We buy them, too, right off the road. Give you a good check, local check that you can cash here today. Good fair market value. Hey, look, even consider this. Say maybe you're in the market for a new vehicle like brand new, and you're going to go trade your current vehicle in, bring it by to me first. Let me put a number on it for you. Because I know a lot of you don't know what your vehicle's worth. Let us put a legitimate market value number on it that we would give you a check for it for. And at least give you a bargaining tool. When you go to the dealership, you're going to like, well, you know, I mean, you're offering me 23. Ellis said they'd give me 25. Let me go sell it to Ellis, and I'll come back and buy from you. Or maybe they'll say, no, 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 no. We'll give you 26 to break bread with us. So just, hey, let let us be a tool in your toolbox, even if you don't sell it to us. I don't mind doing that because I think I'll learn your business at some point down the road. Maybe you'll send somebody to me. So it's worth it for me to treat you right today, even if you don't buy from me. But, hey, I hope you'll buy from me. Shop, shop my inventory there at ellisautoplex.com. Got the whole team over there busting their butts. Jason, Casey, Rachel, Junior, Philip, the whole crew over there working, working, working. Shout out to all them. LSIDOPLEX.com. We've got a bunch of nice F-150s. Even got some SUVs and cars available right now, too. Got two F-250s. All right. Sean, we got some yeah. breaking. Where's my yeah. breaking news sounder? Two things. First, I gave away an F-Round and Found Out Award last night. Yeah. Another thug thought he was going to hashtag escape to Jackson to a criminal safe haven. Former. 
criminal safe haven of Jackson. Because the problem is now, when you cross into Jackson from Rankin County, you're crossing into the Capital City Improvement District. Yeah. That would be the Capital Police hashtag jump out boys. You mean if you're going over that Silas Brown Bridge right there? Yeah, somewhere in that general. Is that I the think way he came? Uh, no, he actually wrecked it like Gallatin and Prentice. Okay. Which I don't even, not quite sure how he did that. But uh, a thug and a stolen Hyundai in Pearl well, over by the Bass Pro got ran a red light. I mean, guys, yeah, how stupid do you have to be? Running red light. Well, of course, look at who we're talking about here. Never mind. I know how stupid you had to be or why you're You stole that a Hyundai. You're probably that smart you st- anyway. You stole a Hyundai. You were in Rankin County, and you, read, and you ran a red light in a stolen car in Rankin County. Yeah. I mean, th- this is why the three-strike rule exists. I mean, yeah. th- there should be a rule within the rule to just automatically you- – you're going to the farm. So, so the Capitol Police bust them up pretty good? And, and Pearl. And Pearl, okay, Pearl yeah, Chase and Capitol. Yeah, Pearl Chase and Capitol. And one of their car, I think uh, one of their cars, one of the Capitol Police cars got tot- got wrecked up pretty good. Oh. But, of course, it ends in a wreck, and uh, it ends with him in jail. Shout yeah. out Pearl Police. Shout out Capitol Police and uh, anybody else that was involved in that chase. Um, shout out to them. Uh, another thug with a brand new after round and found out championship belt is sitting out there in, uh, I believe, the Pearl Jail. So a shout-out to them. Shout-out to my boys that sent me the photos. I do appreciate it. You helped me break a story hours before the rest of the local media. So that always means a lot to me. All right, so we got some real breaking news here. And if you, Oh, yeah, if you want to see those photos of the wreck car, they're on the Save Jackson Instagram and Facebook page. And my Twitter, just at Save JXN. All right, so Shadow Robinson's daughter, is that am I understanding this correctly? Reshadow is her name. All right, so this is on Jackson Jambalaya. Shout out to Kingfish for getting this together here. It's titled "Keeping It Real." I title it when "Keeping It Real Goes Wrong." You know that. You, <laughs> you remember that? You know that's the follow up to this. Who's that? Was that a uh, uh, Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Okay. All right, so it says "Keeping It Real." Shadow Robinson's daughter cleared the air in a social media post. Y'all, her name is Reshadow. Her mom's name is Shadow. That that's something. That's that's. I don't really know what to say about. Yeah, that. that's neat. I, I you know I guess there's there there's there's you know like white white people do stuff like that too. I mean, oh yeah, I mean there's some redneck name. I'm gonna be honest, you know, like you've yeah. seen that out there. You're like, what the, you know? I mean, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna but you know what? We list. know what we're talking about. Yeah. There are some ridiculous white people names that you're like, oh Absolutely. my god, <laughs> like what? <laughs> All right, so. Uh, all right, so Reshadow Moore says, do, do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Um, you, well, there's a lot of, you want me to, you want me to read it through the, uh, why don't you read it? I, 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 can de- I can decode a bonics pretty well. Well, I was just thinking, I don't want to cuss because it's uh, there's a bunch in there, in there. Okay. Or, I, no, maybe not. I don't know. All right, I'll do you it. You go ahead. All right. This is from Reshadow Moore. This appears to be an Instagram post, maybe, maybe Facebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Yeah, it looks like Facebook. She says, it's always the broke, the beat up. The can't keep a man or woman, Section 8, $2 begging, dusty, always chasing a man, always getting dogged out, nappy head, funky breath, wishbone head, little brain, funny looking, kids making, can't keep a job, crying about $1,200 rent, bad credit, no AC riding with the window down in their Ultima. Okay, I may have added the part about the Ultima. In 100 degree weather, couldn't graduate. Hey, I feel attacked. 
And if you did, you got a certificate, short bus riding, lying like he tricked on you, but bought you a meal, poverty-stricken, married but single, wishing you was on the roster, don't know how you going to eat today or tomorrow, paycheck to paycheck living, deadbeat, mad because you couldn't get chose even if you was the only option, oh, etc. It's always you MFers. Don't play with my mama. Shadow MFing Robinson because we can do it anyway and I don't have a filter on me. If Facebook going to give me another 30, Nothing and nobody off limits. Y'all always want to act like y'all know some. WTF, do you... Okay, WTF, do you know if you wasn't I there? Okay, I'm sorry, hold on. What the F do you know if you wasn't there? That's why your kids slow because y'all slow. Then she says in closing, y'all can share my post as many times as you like to. Just let me know when y'all get ready to go live because I ain't going to type all day. I'm to be honest, look, even I have a problem deciphering some of this stuff. I, I, I want to hear what Derek's got to say about this real quick. Okay. Derek, you got about a minute, brother. Again, see, you see how ignorant they love to show how they are? I've never seen a bunch of fake hair wearing, no English reading at a fifth grade level female think they're so better than everybody. That's for you, Miss Rash- um, Rashada Moore, whatever her name is. What do you think about the mom's name being Shadow and her name being Reshadow? It, it it shows their lack of intelligence, their lack of IQ. I mean, just and, and, but see, because somebody's dumb enough to buy houses from you, you think you're better than somebody. I'm not that guy you're talking about. I, my life has taken me in a lot of places. I've completed everything I've ever set out to do, whether that's flying aircraft to um, technology, actually creating programs and things like that. And Clay, you you have inside knowledge. You know, I'm not lying about that, right? Correct. So, yeah, you could say that because that's your environment. You, that's who you lay down and have babies with. Okay, that's not the whole of of of, of the men out there. You understand? But see, again, nobody never holds women accountable for anything. And I swear, I hope people will get smart enough and never buy a single another house from from um, her real estate company. All right, brother. Appreciate you, Derek. Have a good weekend. Yep. All right, Sean. What you think? About reshadow, I mean, yeah. yeah look, I, think, I want to stop. Let me step back one second. Yep. I, I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with her name. It's mm-hmm. just unique that her mom's name is Shadow and she's reshadow. In my culture, you don't see that a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely something. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's. Yeah, something. I don't want to come across like I'm insulting. I'm really not. It's yeah. just, it, it's just different to me. Um, the uh, well, here's what I think. Her writing this post, it's because this trial has become so like. Polarizing. Well, <laughs> polarizing. Polarizing. <laughs> polarizing. Yeah, that the uh, that the whole city's talking about it because it's so funny. And it, like I said, it's like the it's like the Jackson Amber Heard trial. Yeah. And I think it's so. It's, she must have seen all these memes on social yeah. media. Everybody's talking about you know Polo's got the python and all this stuff is going around the entire you know city. Yeah. It and ain't so, a good. It ain't a good look for her mama. No, it's not. I mean, because her mom looks like. I mean, you've got two guys dead. And you're talking about how good you are in bed on the stand. This is your testimony. Like, I'm really good in bed. Like, this is why all these guys want me, and they obviously die because of me. And they're willing to kill for me. You know, she's got – so that's the whole – I mean, you know, Shadow – I mean, I don't know how, like – think about this. How does Shadow recover from that? Because, I mean, she's not a defendant, so oh, she gets to go home. But we're, guys are stupid. I told you earlier. Well, there's yeah. A, there, there, there's I mean, a line of guys right now thinking, I can be the one. 
Yeah. To to settle this down. Now, I mean, I, I'm gonna be the one to whoop that. Yeah, I'm talking about like was Derek saying she's a real estate agent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take a break real quick. Sean, stay on hold. I want to hear what you got to say to close out the show. Sean, across from me, I want to hear what you got to say to close out the show too. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in. Let's go to the phones to end the day. Hey, brother, you're on. You're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey, Sean. Hey, uh, man. Yeah, uh, you don't have to say it, Clay. I will. That name is dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she better hope that her mom's business doesn't fail because if it does, she's never going to be able to get a damn job. I hope she has a normal real name. I mean, middle name. But, yeah, no, I would never hire anybody named Bree Shadow. Especially if their mom's name was Shadow. Yeah. I mean, that'd be like calling my, my, my kid Reclay. Where do these people come up with these names, man? It, 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 it's, it's just interesting. There's a, good, there's a bunch of names on a piece of paper in a fishbowl. They pull out three of them, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name. Make, I, it, um, make it work. There was a uh, post about a lady on Oprah, like in the 1990s, that her mom gave her the longest name. Because she wanted to be unique, and it, it had like a thousand characters in it, and of course she was black. Well, and I was just like, yeah. Well, look, I'm gonna tell you, watch the documentary, the movie Freakonomics. It has a whole chapter oh, about yeah, I love that. about these dumb names <laughs> and how it and how it it cripples you from the day of birth. I mean, you end up with exactly. bad credit, you end up a stripper, you end up all these different names when when your parents name you something like Precious or Reshadow. All right, brother. Yeah, hey, exactly. look, have a great weekend, great day, guys. Thanks, Appreciate Jeff. you. you too. Reclay. I'm gonna Reclay. call my daughter and be like, I'm like, we changed your name. It's now Reclay. Reclay, man. <laughs> Rico Suave. Yeah. All right, I don't know if that was funny. Hey, look, great shows this week, Sean. Thank you for doing three of them with yeah. us. Uh, we'll keep you up to date on this. Follow me at, at Save JXN on all the social media platforms. Kim Wade, I'm sure, will be all over it today. Coming up next, Jim Thorne, followed by Jameson Haygood. Kim Wade, four to six. Podcasts will be available here shortly. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts, music, or any of that stuff. It's at all of them. Clay Edwards Show, clayedwardshow.com. See you Monday. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.